folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the Emperor's groove. Not right now. You're getting your wishes, so sit down! Hot dog! So I heard this thing <laughs> called the Cinderella Theory. Oh, yeah. Andrew, tell us about this. I think it's, it's kind of like the beginning of Snow White. brand new theory that you White. just came up with, yeah. Yeah. You know, why is she cleaning? Because she has an evil stepmother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cinderella <laughs> Theory. And we're back. <laughs> I just wonder why she treated the dwarves like children. Well, she thought they were children, and then she realized that, wait, they can't really take care of themselves because they're a disaster. Oh, that's true. Their dishes piled up like... <laughs> Well, way higher than they could even reach. I don't know how that what? happened. They're, right? They're, That's a good toss. They're a disaster. <laughs> oh, Basil's like, cup. my mug is clean. There's no more sugar. <laughs> like, he was, he's, been, yeah. he's been rolling over the same sugar residue for months. <laughs> <laughs> or when she asked them to wash their hands and faces, they all looked at her like, they didn't even know how to do it. And then they had to learn from Doc how to do it. Yeah, they're like, we, we've done it recently. Yeah, recently. <laughs> like last year or something. <laughs> I was oh, waiting for the them to do... The year. I was waiting for them to do, like, a, when they show their hands and it's just, like, a, a casual film. I was waiting for them to do, like, a Ren and Stimpy close-up and it was, like, <gasps> like super zoomed in on all the, like, bacteria. <laughs> the grime. Ren and Man hands. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good combined gif. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That would be. Why do you work on putting that together, Andrew? <laughs> Why? Because I just got told that I have to work seven to six until I go to Florida in March. Oh, you're making that OT so you can take us to VNAs. Are you kidding me? You guys are getting hoopty dooped. <laughs> All y'all. All y'all getting hoopty dooped. <laughs> and then I'll sprinkle the salt on all y'all plates. Ooh, salt yeah. bay. <laughs> Uh, when we look back at this and listen in like five years, we're going to be like, they're not talking about Salt Bay. Uh, they, did she didn't really say on fleek. <laughs> no White's brows. When you remove them, you realize they are on fleek. Are those brows for the them. 30s were on were 30s on fleek. Oh, yeah. Everything about Snow White was on fleek. She's the fairest in the land. Hey, that's, that's what, it was her ultimate Undoing. Fairest of them all. I had to do a legitimate question to Laura and be like, like, like equal? What? She was like, no, like, like fair and balanced. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, this is a. <laughs> it's all about looks. Superficial. She shared with everyone, but she was also that. She yeah. was, yeah. She was a fair and also princess. Also, very fair skin. Very oh, fair. She didn't get out much. Fair yes. in every aspect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of Snow White. Oh. Is that our topic soon? Is it too soon? I don't know. I like apples. I haven't seen it in so long. Are we, are we supposed to have seen it? Okay. Uh oh. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I watched it like twice in the past like, few weeks. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, came prepared. Well. That was my first time watching it since I was probably ten. Oh yeah. I haven't I haven't seen it in a long yeah. time either. Same. I got some comments. I'll hold them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so hi everyone and welcome to Disney Philhar Podcast, where three Disney obsessed former cast members relive the magic and learn facts they should already know. I'm Laura and 
I'm Allison. Who am I here with? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm Andrew. <laughs> Andrew's over there. But today. Hey, guys. But today, uh -oh. I'm happy. Uh oh. Hey. hey. You. I'm Doc. Who would you be? Yeah. Ooh, I'll be bashful. Aww. Aww. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, it's so cute. You turn Aww, the cutest shucks. color red. <laughs> so, Andrew, why are you happy? Because it's a great day. No, why talk. is happy your dwarf? Because he doesn't say a lot. Aww. He's just chilling, and he's just hanging out in the background. He's having a good time. Well, then that's nothing like you. doesn't say a lot. Re reeking the benefits <laughs> of all that work. Just locking the vault. Making sure Dopey leaves the key there so anyone can take whatever they want. Yes, that yeah, happens. that was a strange. I don't know. Yes. I uh, I was surprised that I just thought Grumpy was a big jerk the whole time. That's oh. what I remembered. And I didn't realize that he was a Ooh. big ol' softy. Yep. Yeah, she got him wanna, in the end. I don't want to. I don't want to say I'm grumpy, but I like the way he, he turned over a new leaf there. Yeah, he was kind of mean though. Yeah. To be honest. Maybe his corn stopped hurting. <laughs> not want to wash his mitts. No. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Why are you Doc, Allison? <laughs> hey, funny you should ask. Well, we can't do that as a roundup now. Which dwarf are you? Oh, uh-oh. I'm Doc because Wait. I'm a know-it-all. I <laughs> tried correcting Laura at least on one thing. <gasps> oh! <gasps> oh! We should talk about... Wait! <laughs> we should talk about the flesh <laughs> challenge. Oh, uh, uh, Doc because I'm a know-it-all and I... Have difficulty enunciating. Oh, hey, that sounds like me. Well, Not I know all, we were, but you the were... enunciation part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also feel like I'm a little bit bashful. And Laura, so you're bashful just because you're sweet and bashful. Oh, she sure is. Aww. Hey, before we talk oh. about the flash challenge, quick correction section. Uh -oh. Do I even want to acknowledge the fact that I said this? I uttered these words, <laughs> and I said, "quote." I can't remember what I was describing in last episode, but I definitely said more smaller. Oh. Such huge pet peeve of mine, and I feel like I have to put it out there and correct myself and just say either smaller or more small. Really. I want to say 100% <laughs> mom noticed. Of course she did. <laughs> she didn't tell me this. I'm just saying oh. one time I said one thing and I was, as soon as I, it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh my gosh, mom's going to tell me that I said that. <laughs> I think I said head went. Aw. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'd be all over that one. She? She's the cat's mother. <gasps> oh, I didn't say she. I didn't say... Oh, I did. Oh, She's the cat's mother. mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what okay. else, Allison? Um, Let's hear it. The flash challenge. What's the flash challenge? Okay, so here it goes. <laughs> We've got this trip to Disney planned in March, right? We're going... We're staying at Fort Wilderness. We're going for, I think, four, what, five days? Four, four and days? a half. Mm -hmm. Yes. So one of those days, we are attempting the impossible. And that is to... Is this the full house? <laughs> Close. This is... <laughs> is this the step-by-step? Step? actually, it's a variation of <laughs> a step-by-step -step episode where the gang goes to Walt Disney World and the... <laughs> the Bootleg Cody. I guess somehow Cody got replaced by this guy named Flash. Yeah, Cody couldn't make it or something, so they like yeah. put a character who sort of has some similar attributes in his place. They were like, right? They just There's this new about. guy. Like maybe no one will notice. So uh, Flash Gordon. To... His name is Flash Gordon. 
No. Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> He's like, my Seriously? name is uh, Kurt Gordon, but you can call me Flash. Oh my god. Oh. So I guess that's why he got the nickname Flash Man, because oh, okay. his last name is Gordon. I mean, I don't think he has much of a backstory, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Because that's just, the like, last we hear of him. They just dropped him in that episode <laughs> real quick. But anyway, he and Mark try to... You notice how I just said Mark? Like, I know this. I love the show. <laughs> they try to ride every single attraction, ride every ride. And Can I just add, every... um, be a little, being a little doc over here? Uh, mm-hmm. So Mark has this trivia book for Walt Disney World when they're down there. And he's like, hey, interesting fact. Um, some uh, guy from Uzbekistan or something holds the record uh-huh. for having completed... Uh, having ridden every attraction, visited every restaurant, every food cart, and every souvenir shop on property in a record of four days. So Flash <gasps> decides, what? What? A Russian can't have the record? I know, they said, well, okay, it was like long history of Uzbekistan and Russia that is entangled back in the early 90s, so <laughs> into that. But, so anyway, he wanted to bring the record back to America. So yes, very there's important. a whole rocky thing what a and he's running with a flag and Oof. so our we're gonna do it what's our variation of that lore? Oh yeah, so we decided that we are not going to try to do every attraction at every park and visit every kiosk and gift shop and food in place. Possible. Yes, it is impossible. We But our yes, but our challenge has been revised to accommodate our personalities and we are just going to do well, not just. We are going to accomplish the task of going on every single ride at Magic Kingdom in one day. Including all of the rides that Andrew has not been on yet. Yeah, so we found out there's a surprising <laughs> amount of rides considering Andrew worked I worked lived there. in Disney I, World. I, nine months. I could have went every single day yeah. that I wanted to. And yeah, there's a good amount. There's a handful. There's a solid <laughs> handful. We've got Country Bears. we got Country Bears. You have a a Disney World podcast, and you've never done a lot of these, so it's going to be exciting. We can make an episode out of it, like Andrew's first spin on the Speedway. Ooh, yeah, I'm excited. And then it would be my first spin on the the Magic Carpet. Yes. Mm -hmm. Barnstormer I've been on. Tom Sawyer Island. Have not. Laura's never been on Barnstormer. No, I haven't. Was it Winnie the Pooh? No. Yeah. Never... No. Oh, that's another one. That's another one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Never been on that one. Uh, Peter Pan. Never been on that <gasps> Come one. Come on. No, you have. We've uh-uh. really. <laughs> it's always. It was like a ninety-minute wait no, when we worked I, there. No, but I feel like you and I went on it. Eh, maybe. So we've got a lot to do. Not yeah, all in one day, and we need to be very strategic about planning our fast passes and our. And we only have. Okay, it's extra magic hours starting at eight o'clock, and then the park is only open till nine p.m. So. <gasps> that means. We can do it. We're Although gonna... Andrew's already doubting because the oh, other yeah. day he said, well, I said if... three rides with a 45-minute wait and we don't hit our time. Period. Yeah, but somebody can blaze on and off. If we book all three Fast Passes as early as possible, once we use them up, we can start booking more Fast Passes. It's true. So <gasps> right. Dwarves, Space, Pan, and Pan? Ugh, what a waste. What? Hey. Get out of here. I know he's kidding. You're going to love Peter Pan once you go once you get he's on kidding. it. kidding. You don't think Big Thunder or Splash is going to have a longer wait than Pan? Not no. Big Thunder. Peter no. Pan is notorious. You are, do not underestimate no. the power of Peter Pan's no. line. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. 
So more to come on the flash challenge. Hopefully some some of you guys remember step by step. I I, what, yeah, I right. I docked Laura on the on Flash. She correctly remembered the name, and I was like, "There's no way his name is Flash," but it, it was. <laughs> well, I did the same to you. There's no way his last name is Gordon. And <laughs> <laughs> you docked yeah, like, well, all. Well, contraire. Did you just say docked? So today, uh, yeah. you got docked. You got docked. <laughs> Allison, what? Uh, I know everyone can't see you, but what you got in your hand there? Oh, today. Well, uh. Intro to the episode, sort of. We're going to be talking today about the 1937 classic Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which was the first full-length feature animated film Walt Disney made. And, oh, for to celebrate the special occasion, I purchased at Trader Joe's a celebratory beverage, which I thought would be uh, for the occasion. Um... And I can uh, describe it to you. Uh, since we did the man can last week, thought yes. I would do something that made sense to be drinking and that wasn't sort of an embarrassment. Although, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this, I saw, well, anyway, I saw this bottle. I was like, oh my gosh, I've been watching Snow White all week and thinking about Snow White. And this bottle looks like it sort of came from Snow White. Yes, it definitely does. That script. <laughs> Perfect. And it's on sort of like a burnt scroll, the label. It's got uh, a big red apple on the bottom. Not from Germany, uh, made from fresh pressed apples from the Pacific Northwest. All right. Um, bottled in San Jose, California. Anyway, this is Henry Hotspur's hard pressed cider. Ooh. It's actually hard pressed for cider. Hard pressed for cider. Kind of like a plant. Ah. Cider, I guess. Oh, I see. So, yeah, I've got like a themed drink today. Oh, I like well, this. I. I guess it kind of works out in our favor too here. I don't know Just because we're drinking death. by by random. So Laura, you can go first, and then I'll tell you what I'm drinking. Oh yeah, so I've got this. Doesn't quite fit with the theme, but Allison, I think that's a great idea to start drinking, Themed having a specific beverages. beverage just to celebrate the theme in which we are discussing that day. But wait till we get to the tiki room, today. and Laura, we have to make ah. you make Dole whips. Oh, oh man. Ah. Oh, so what well, did you guys have... find in your fridge that might be Snow White related? <laughs> well, this one is a, it's a stretch for sure, but it is Death by Coconut. Apple. Irish uh -huh. Porter. Just cross out Oscar... coconut and, and write apple. Exactly. By Oscar Blues. And yeah, I'm just going to say Death by Coconut or Death by Apple. Death by Fruit. Right. Some yes. fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. Killing you. Yes. Perfect. Um, I happen to have an Odell's. Oh, yeah? Kind of works out well for uh, what happened to good old Snow White. An isolation ale. Oh, yeah. Ooh, she was sent She was sent to isolation. Yes, yeah, deep in the forest. tumbling through everything. And she was ready for it, too. She was like, it's okay. <laughs> I know. I just need a bed. <laughs> right? Killing it. Man. Anyway, so the cider actually tastes good. Uh, it tastes like apple juice. 5.8% alcohol by volume. It's actually really good for a cider because, you know, I've had those like angry orchards and stuff. This tastes better than that. So. How are yours? What do yours taste like? Oh, mine's pretty good. It's, uh, I guess, a coconut and chocolate, coconut chocolate porter. And it's got 6.5% alcohol. 
And then I guess the tagline is pass dash hit. I don't know what that means. Well, I hope you don't die. No idea. Oh yeah, I hope not. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. <laughs> Andrew, keep an eye on her. For the vital signs. Yeah. <laughs> Why we gotta make sure she makes it to her birthday tomorrow. <gasps> Ooh yeah. What? Guess what? Today's my unbirthday. So, oh, so just very saying. merry unbirthday. Hey, me a too. Very merry unbirthday. <laughs> Who me? Yes, you. Very merry unbirthday for me, for you. A congratulations. Mustard. Another... Oh. Mustard. Don't let. <laughs> it's one of our go-to's. Yes. For sure. He's my favorite Disney character of all time. Whoa. Boom. The Hatter. The Hatter. Happen to have yeah. another beer on hand. Here. Oh yeah. <laughs> just, uh, he just pulled one. that out of like. Those oh, it kind of looks like it has a. Everyone. It's a. Uh, it he just does. pulled this beer out of like the corner of the room. <laughs> it's a here. cocoa. It's a cocoa porter. Oh, and here we go. I'll read that. Tommy knocker. It's a Tommy knocker cocoa porter. It's a seasonal. Tommy knocker slipped into the mining camps of Idaho <gasps> Springs in mining? the eighteen hundreds with the discovery of gold in our mountains and streams. This mischievous elves, though hardly ever seen, were often heard singing and working. <gasps> Shut up! They guided Thanks. many fortunate miners from harm's way and the gold they sought. <gasps> Did you mean to say diamonds? I think so. I hope diamonds shine. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. <laughs> so, what did we learn about Snow White, Laura? Oh, okay, so. As diehard Disney fans. Ooh, let's keep drinking and talking about it. Oh, We're gonna keep we're doing. Okay. <laughs> so as diehard Disney fans, we are all pretty familiar with the classic story of Snow White. However, all of us kind of realized that other than the story itself the, and the fact that it was Disney's first full-length animated feature film, we didn't really know much about the story behind the film itself. And since Uncle Walt, I'm gonna call him Uncle Walt. Uncle Walt! Had Aww. a... <laughs> oh, he only comes over for special holidays. Yeah. What's that? Like Christmas. That's yeah. it. <laughs> that one, that's when you see every uncle. Yeah. Yeah. That's so why Walt... Uncle Walt shows up. Right. All right. Yeah. So Walt had a direct hand in its creation. And so that was just a better, an even better reason for us to dig up some facts and inter interesting information about this groundbreaking film. So here goes. Yeah, so Disney ultimately chose the fairy tale of Snow White as his first animated feature because he recognized that the dwarfs would make great cartoon characters and that the forest setting would be a natural opportunity to animate a variety of appealing little birds and animals. It was. Yeah, and they did a really good job of that, I thought. Yeah. And they're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many of them. Birds. So I intricate. Know. All kinds of them. Just think. Chipmunks. What was it? 34, Rabbits. 37, 37? 37. 37. All hand drawn. Oh, yeah. Stop motion. Man. Sorry. Blows my mind. How intricate. Could have just been a forest, but nope. We need hundreds of animals. So awesome. Yes. He really wanted to impress the audience with his animator's talents. So, and he also had vivid memories of the 1916 live action silent film of Snow White. So it was one of the first movies that he had ever seen. 
and it really kind of stuck with him. And there are actually clips of this movie on YouTube, and right, I guess now it's, you know, 101 years old, this, this movie, it's a silent film, and because of that it's a little creepy, but it's pretty interesting, it's kind of, kind of weird. There's a scene where the dwarfs are mining, and everything is lit, illuminated in this green color, it's like, totally weird. Uh, much better as an animated feature, but that's my biased opinion, so. But impressive. It was impressive nonetheless, so. Pretty cool. So he got his, his story for, or he got the idea of creating full-length animated Snow White from this silent picture from 1916. And he wanted to move forward with his animated tale in the early 1930s. His wife Lillian had some misgivings about whether or not it would be appealing to adults, However, despite her concerns, Walt was like, nope, I'm going to do it anyway. Doing it anyway. And move forward with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Move aside. We're Step moving aside. forward. Yeah. And he moved forward with production. But first, they needed a story. So, of course, the original story of Snow White is based on a fairy tale by the Brothers Grimm. But it needed that Disney touch. And so things got started with a series of notes by writer Richard Creerden. And these notes are referred to as Snow White Suggestions. And it's 21 pages of Richard's thoughts and ideas surrounding the film's story and characters. The film in its beginning stages seemed to be more on the side of a, a comedy as opposed to a drama. And Walt even made it clear to his writers right off the bat that he wanted a lot of fun gags and shenanigans surrounding the dwarfs. So Richard, listening to Walt, came up with a story that was full of just all of those things. And some of the more comical pieces that went along with the original story that Richard came up with was a prince that was a lot more more goofy than he is in the movie. And at one point he uh, makes a wrong turn while trying to save Snow White because he can't understand the directions from the woodland creature. <laughs> They're trying to take him in one direction and he, he ends up getting completely out of his way and hilarity ensues. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was a, kind of a funny gaffe there. And the evil queen herself was planned to be more cartoonish and a full-figured lady Ooh. and kind of kooky. Yeah, rather than being what she is today, which is pure evil. The more badam, badam. Badam, badam, Pure evil. Yeah. I wrote down, like, serial killer style. Oh my gosh, she's awful. Yeah. She wants everyone, she's trying to off people with payment of I'm going to kill your family. Just because they're prettier. If you don't kill this woman, pray. Pray. No, not only kill her, but bring her heart back in a yeah. box. Even worse. Oof. I want my trophy. And it pretty much starts, I mean, they jump right into yeah. it. The movie. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, look at that nicely, nice fabricated box. And that's where the heart goes, okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, what a sweet little box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Richard's notes also included a scene where the queen poisons Snow White with a comb, and the idea of the comb using as the, the vehicle for the poison actually came from the original fairy tale. Oh. Um, yeah, and then... She also, he also had an idea of where the queen would capture the prince and put him in a dungeon. Oh. Yeah, and in the dungeon, the queen would make skeletons, I guess there are other skeletons down there, come to life and dance. Ooh. Kind of a weird, eerie kind of feel to it. And then the queen, I guess, ends up banishing the prince because he refuses to marry her. 
And at this point, I'm like, where's the king in all this? <laughs> I mean, are we just saying Ooh. the king is no longer with us? He had an accident on the balcony. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, had an accident. <laughs> and they found um, antifreeze His heart. in the system. <laughs> this, for some reason, there was a hole in his chest, and his heart was in this box. <laughs> or she's got a whole yeah. bunch of boxes so weird. in the back room. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like the Dexter... And the skeleton. Just take the air conditioner off and they're all the hearts. (laughs) You know, in the early 30s, the air conditioner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so kind of crazy. And then I guess the original story says that the prince escapes from from the dungeon with the help of all the, again, the woodland creatures coming out to save the day. Uh, But just kind of crazy. So much is different from the actual film as we know it today so pretty interesting but a lot of these ideas sort of do sound like things that have happened in other disney films um subsequently sort of later films i feel like getting taken in different directions by the woodland creatures it's like a sleeping beauty thing or you know um someone escaping from a dungeon to rescue someone else maybe is like um aladdin Aladdin, beauty and the beast (laughs) Yeah, a lot of a lot of common themes. Yeah. Cast the way, don't ever come back, tangled. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those they, they would have those ideas or a, a plot that had all of those themes would have fit pretty nicely into uh, the Disney library. But kind of glad that they ditched them. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, at one point, Walt even wanted the film to open with Snow White finding the cottage in the woods. So no. Backstory. I don't know if they would have done a flashback or peppered it in, but he obviously changed his mind. As we know, it opens with the queen in her quarters. Uh, maybe that was why he just wanted to... He actually changed his mind on the direction in which the film would go. And so time went on. Walt decided to take a more serious approach, and he actually made a decision to make a more striking and more serious queen as well and he thought this was just best for the film and so he jumped into the creative writing process and just reworked some of the elements of the film which would ultimately make the story change again in 1935 and that was to just put more emphasis on snow white and her relationship with the evil queen Ah. yeah as opposed to focusing so much on the seven dwarves and their comedy routine (laughs) really focusing on the dramatic aspect of the film which is terrifying. <laughs> See, we think it's funny, but they were like, this is life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is just an everyday Throw that life of the dwarfs. Coffee cup all the way to the top of the other one, and it landed. <laughs> Woo! Somebody stole our dishes. <laughs> no bathing. <laughs> Wait, or they're in the Months cabinet. at a time. <laughs> we did that last year. Oh my gosh, yeah. So actually, there were several completed scenes featuring the dwarfs that had to be cut and so i think some people weren't happy about that oh i wonder if we could find those somewhere i don't know crazy but yeah it ultimately led to a more clear direction for the film and it evolved into the story that we all know and love today Uh, and actually speaking of dwarves i don't know allison if you found this in your research but i guess they had a a big pool of about (laughs) 50 different candidates of names from which to choose for the seven dwarfs I'm just going to read some off for you guys. 
and I am so excited because Laura was like, oh man, I can't wait to tell you these names. <laughs> I was like, you got to tell me. And she's like, you'll, no, don't worry, you'll find out. I was like, no, oh, no. tell me now. And now is the first time I'm going to hear. Sneaky. Here we go. Okay, first one. Jumpy. Ooh. So maybe he was kind of a Kangaroo dwarf. Or he liked to actually, he was just a jumper. It could be scared <laughs> Tigger. easily. Tigger dwarf. Yeah. No, it yeah. sounds like one who's like paranoid. Paranoid yes. dwarf. Skittish. Uh, the next is Dizzy. Dizzy. So. Whoa, whoa, drunk whoa. all the time. He's I don't know. Always drunk. <laughs> now this one, Hickey. Whoa. I don't know. What would he be like? Like Southern? Like a hick. I don't know. I don't know if that was a term back then. Or I don't like think a, so. just, is he like purple? He's just one like big hickey. Ugly. ugly. <laughs> I don't know. And like, he, he, oh no, he just, he's just a turtleneck up to his eyes. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, good one. Wheezy. We all know our friend Wheezy made Oh, it. Lil? Lil Wheezy? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's a dwarf. I, I was thinking Weezy. of reincarnated as a penguin toy in Toy Story. Yes. Oh, okay. I squeaker. I go right to the rap game because I raise on the streets. Yep. Baldy. <laughs> well, they're all bald. Oh. Yeah, they're all they bald. had to scrap that one. They're like, well, they're all bald. So. They're like, all right. This guy's nothing special. <laughs> it's like it's so much easier to not draw all the hair. <laughs> So, yeah, good for that. That was the style, the old man style at the time. Bald hair, beard, but right. no mustache. All the hairs, yeah, all the hairs on the bottom of your head is supposed it to It all top. fell down. It like trickled down. <laughs> <laughs> just one day it just dropped down. Okay, Gabby. Like Gabby? Talks yeah. a lot. Like, Gabby. Bop, bop, bop. Yep. Chatty. Andrew. Chatty. Nifty. Hey. <laughs> I said I was happy. Nifty. Nifty, Swift, oh, yes. Swift, lazy, and sniffy. Okay, sniffy. Well, they all seem lazy. Oh, boy. That's just a guy <laughs> with a drug two? problem. <laughs> <laughs> How about these two? Puffy and stuffy. What? Well, they're all puffy like also. Animals. Stuffy. Yes, that's true. Stuffy is like an uppity one. Tubby? Tubby and shorty. <laughs> Aww. Shorty, they're all short and tubby. <laughs> Wait, but these two are my favorite. Ready? One is Burpee, <laughs> which that would have been funny. And this one's unfortunate. Deffy. Oh, my God. So they made oh, Mutie. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. In fact, they didn't intentionally, they didn't initially plan to make Dopey a mute, but they couldn't find someone to, they couldn't find the right voice actor. Aww. That would be a tough voice yeah. to cast, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's kind of almost like a child's voice, but like a Who man. Knows? Yeah. Oh, the dwarfs. Yeah. yeah. Well, also in Dopey's defense, he's just never tried. So he, he may be able that's to true. Speak. Yeah, That's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh, fun fact coming in. The voices of Sleepy and Grumpy both belong to the voice actor behind Disney's Goofy. The, the one who originated Goofy's oh. voice. His name is Pinto Kolvig. Pinto. Yeah. Pinto. I thought of the bean there. He went with the car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Pinto beans. Poor Pinto. Chipotle. <laughs> okay, so I've got a little bit more on animation. Tell us! Yeah! 
So while the story's being finalized, Walt's team of artists were working on all of the beautiful artwork that would make up each frame of the film. All the core designs from come from the concept artist Albert Herder. And Albert started working at Disney at age 48, so he was kind of a the old guy in town, the new old guy. <laughs> uh, however, despite working for Disney, his artistic style was kind of morbid. He also worked on Pinocchio. Wow. But, yeah, if you Google his name and look at some of his sketches, they're pretty, they're pretty crazy. And so his job in working on Snow White was to draw sketches upon sketches that would be used to inspire the other animators. Wow. Yeah, he also smoked he also smoked cigars like a beast. So Walt yeah. loved him. <laughs> but yeah, check out if you can just Google him and check out his artwork. It's pretty striking. It's it's a little bit eerie too. What's his name? And Allison, actually his name is Albert Herter. Okay. H U R T E R. Yeah, and fun fact, Allison, the artist who was responsible for the Night on Bald Mountain <gasps> sketch in Fantasia. Mm -hmm. Said to have been inspired by Herder's art Ooh. when creating Chernabug. Yes. So then I'll definitely like yeah. it. Right? Ooh, I love Chernabug. Yeah. So he did background animation for Snow White? Dun, 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 dun. Scariest Disney villain of all time. No, just a bunch of sketches on concept what? art. So he didn't characters. kill his brother. You don't know what he did. No, what he got up to. <gasps> he's like the devil. Yeah, he's the devil. Chernabog? But he didn't kill his brother. Okay. Scar did, like, some bad stuff in his time. But this is the devil. <gasps> so you're like, all right, Scar, you're going to pass. Like, I know. Who do you think made Scar do that, huh? Ooh. <gasps> Chernabog. Inception. Scar never got hugged as a lion pup. Herder wasn't the only concept artist. There were two others, Ferdinand Hovarth and Gustav Hennegren. And many of the animators, actually, that were on the team were, in fact, cartoon artists. So they didn't have that formal artistic training. So realistic anatomy and natural movements that didn't look too cartoonish were a bit of a hurdle for these guys. But, of course, they figured it out because it looks fantastic. Right. Uh, portions of the film actually featuring Snow White and the Prince were traced directly from live-action footage, which what? I thought was interesting. And it's kind of a no-no a among animators and artists, but I guess they just felt it was necessary, you know, to do it to get that, that realistic feel to it. Don't even think about it until you mention it. That's, like, super smart, though. I know, yeah. But the real groundbreaking part of the film was the use of the multiplane camera. And the first multiplane camera was developed by the chief animator at Walt Disney Studios and Walt's close personal friend... Roger Brogy. ...of iWorks. No! <laughs> Roy! JK. No, this was Ub. X gonna give it to you? This is Ub. Oh. Yeah, so Ub, in 1933, he actually created the, the first multiplane camera. However, the camera that was used in Snow White was created by William Garrity in early 1937. Which is kind of crazy because it thirty it came out in, in December year. of thirty-seven. So I just thought that was a short amount of time. But basically, the technology involves layers of artwork depicting one complete image with a three-dimensional effect. So, for example, a scene with Snow White in the forest. One layer, the the bottom layer, will have the sun. Another will have the trees, 
and maybe another layer with flowers, and then lastly, a layer of cellulose on top that will have the character. And the components of each scene were separated into these layers according to their distances from the viewer. So, you know, if the sun would be the furthest part away, or the moon, and then, you know, the back part, pieces of the background, and then, you know, the closest thing to you would be the character. Kind of crazy, yeah, or create that, create that depth in the, in the scene. And so, yeah, aside from the tree or the sun, for example, the remaining portion of layer, the layer would be transparent. So it would be only the trees on that one layer. And then the next layer would be a portion of the, you know, another portion of the background. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And it's this ginormous machine. It's huge. And a scene might have up to seven different layers. And all what? of it was art. Seven? Yeah. That's I know. Great. It's really cool. It, there's a video of Walt Disney explaining how the multiplane camera works. It's really Ooh. interesting. And yeah. And the art was all oil based images on glass. So crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. That's incredible. In MGM, when you go through like that animation tour, isn't there like a mock-up of this? Is there? I don't know. No, I don't remember what's back there. I mean, the kind of like red carpet when you go inside and it goes through like Walt's journey through creating. Oh, maybe there are images of it. And it yeah. has like the glass, the glass, the glass, and says like, "Look here." And yeah, you can see. And yeah. So I'm pretty sure I don't don't yeah, probably, quote me, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I remember. It would have been 2000. And that I would have remembered it though, so I just. Well, I actually don't know if that that ride that attraction is is no it's there not. anymore. Right? The, I think it recently closed. Just out of curiosity, I might be way wrong in this too. Was that the cue that went to the how to draw draw a cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, I remember the the attraction. I don't remember having the machine there. So I wish I, I did. I don't think I don't think it was the machine. I think Andrew's saying just like oh, a mock-up. Well, that's what I meant. Viewfinder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a little, just, oh, yeah. Like a well, I don't remember that see either. See what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> the machine I think is actually at the the Walt Disney Family Museum. Ooh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So yeah, animators also they they frequently use this technique in filming each layer at different speeds too. So not only could you, you know, provide that depth, but you could also film at a different speed. It's kind of crazy. The further the camera was away from the image, the slower the speed. And so it means that they could make different layers of artwork moving at different speeds and tie it all together to really get the effect that they were looking for. So smart. Yeah, they could also use it to create a scene where the yeah, where the background and the foreground are moving in two different directions. An example of this is when the queen drinks her potion to, ch to change into the old scary lady. <laughs> She's surrounded by these streams of green creating a kind of a tornado type effect. And that's kind of a, a good example of it, of them doing that. And you can kind of see how it, it it just looks crazy. And to think that they did this in 1937 is just really impressive. Yeah, so, but there are so many examples of where you can see the, the multiplane camera at work in this movie, especially in the forest scenes where you see Snow White running through the trees and the vines. And you can really see that depth there. And it looks like 3D, so pretty impressive. And yeah, so the, the animators themselves, there were uh, about 2 million sketches and paintings that were created, though only 166,000 of them can be seen in the finished film. What? Yeah. And then according to the Walt Disney Family Museum, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was 
Guided by the vision of a master storyteller, 32 animators, 1,032 assistants, 107 in-betweeners, 10 layout artists, 25 background artists, 65 special effects animators, and 158 anchors and painters and countless production staff came together to create this masterpiece. Wow. Yeah. I still can't believe yeah. they, they pulled this off in 1937. It's incredible. Right? It's unbelievable. And it yeah. still holds so true. And it's true. still so, it's so funny. We watched it just last night. And I mean, the jokes are still really super cute and fun. And, and in fact, I, I don't know if you guys know this fun fact, but it seems, seems like a lot of people know this, is that Disney is reported to have offered $5 to every animator who could come up with a funny gag for the film. <laughs> yeah. And the most famous one is that uh, where Snow White is sleeping and the dwarfs sneak up on her and then you see their little noses come up over the, <laughs> the side of the bed. Hey, that guy yeah. got his in so, there. That, that I know. He's like, ah, oh, it's one per, But it's one still per. so cute and fun, and I just, it's such a great movie, and just to know that it's, I mean, it's not far from being 100 years old at this point. 79. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. So I know that took up a lot of time, Allison, but do you have any info on the reception of the film or anything like that, or the, how it's, shows up in the parks or sure I'm not sure what you researched <laughs> <laughs> well a little bit of this a little bit of that so okay <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs uh, as we said it came out in 1937 it was released in December on the 21st it opened to uh, limited audiences once actually on opening night at Carthay Circle Theater in Hollywood and it received a standing Ooh. ovation wow. from an audience which included Marlena Dietrich and Judy Garland. Wow. Think about all the top hats in that room. Top So, yes, this picture, actually, uh, was an instant classic. It later opened to additional theaters... And then it hit theaters nationwide by 1938, around February, I think. So, uh, like I said, immediately hailed as a masterpiece as a quote from Roger Ebert and Russian director Sergei Eisen... Wait, what? 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 What was he, like, eight? Back up, Roger Ebert. Well, reflecting back on it, he decided that... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, but this guy, Rus Russian director Sergei Eisenstein immediately said it was the greatest movie ever made and it was an instant classic like i said so at the 11th annual academy awards snow white and the seven dwarfs received an honorary academy award as a significant screen innovation which pioneered a great new entertainment field and funnily enough walt disney received one full-size oscar and seven mini Oscars. Aww. <laughs> Ooh, that's cute. I know. And those were presented on stage by Shirley Temple. Uh, also appropriate. Oh, right. Wow. It was also nominated for Best Score. Reception was amazing so for many. this movie. And, I mean, I think it uh, the, re the reputation it has now was, you know, some movies, I think, or some pieces of art, works of art, takes time for them to develop, to develop their reputation. But this one was right away. It inspired MGM to make The Wizard of Oz. Wow. And uh, Walt Disney took profits from Snow White, which was highly profitable, uh, used those to pay for his Burbank studio, which cost $4.5 million at the time. 
my gosh. Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Uh, I am someone who highly regards these AFI lists of movies and Academy Awards and things like that. And it is on the AFI list of 100 years, 100 movies at number 49. And number one Ooh. animated film ever. And wow. It's preserved in the Library of Congress. Ah, <laughs> jinx. I really like go on and oh, on about really? all the accolades this movie has received. It's um, an incredible movie. The oh budget gosh. at the time in 1937 dollars was $1.4 million. And what? box office. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, just so you know, in 1937, gas cost 10 cents a gallon. I'll get to more oh of that gosh. stuff in a little bit. but What a gamble, though. I mean, Walt right? really saw it through and just had this He like invested I his guess. whole life I mean, in this. Yeah, so much was yeah. invested in this movie. But it turned out to be the number 10 highest all-time grossing film uh, after having been adjusted for inflation. Just to give you an idea, The Force Awakens is number 11. And it's adjusted oh inflation box office gross is $418.2 million. <gasps> Oh my gosh. That's unbelievable. All the top mm. hats. Well, the top movie after being the... adjusted for inflation is Gone with the Wind. I thought it was Toy oh. Story. No, Toy Story. Say Avatar. Avatar. No. Right? Avatar is in there in the top top 10, but it it is with a huge lead a Gone with the Wind. <laughs> so, also, in case you can't in case you weren't alive in 1937, I wasn't, for sure. It was 79 years ago. Oh, I wasn't either. So if you're 79 years old and you're listening to this podcast, hi. Thanks for listening. Thanks for yeah. listening. So you Tell may recall that... Tell us about your that... first birthday at the movie theater. <laughs> when you were a baby and FDR was president. And uh, you might remember that wow. that same year that Walt Disney achieved this impossible feat, Hitler was German Chancellor. I was going to say, just think, you guys oh are just gosh. steps away from World War II. <laughs> Amelia Enjoy Earhart the movie now. disappeared that year also. Uh, polio was a concern. Maybe. And wow. the Golden Gate Bridge had just opened that year. So, <gasps> oh my same age as Snow White here, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. If anybody else uh, is watching The Crown like me, you know the Duke of Windsor in 1937, who... Uh, earlier that year, abdicated the throne. And this is how long ago that was. King George VI was... Oh my gosh. Uh, was crowned king that year. Queen Elizabeth's dad, right? No, yes. Maybe? Yes. Queen yeah. Elizabeth's father. King George VI. Papa. Papa. And let's see. <laughs> the Hobbit uh, was first published in 1937. Wow. And the New York Times gave Snow White a rave review... They said it was chromatically far and away the best technology to date. Technically superb. If you miss it, you'll be missing one of the ten best pictures of 1938. Which, as I said, it came out in December oh 37, so it was released nationwide in 38. So it was sort of uh, on the cusp there between 37 and 38. Oh, okay. And okay. they concluded their review saying, Thank you very much, Mr. Disney. Come again soon. But, yeah, uh... <laughs> Overall, it was highly regarded film. It, they knew, you know, people knew right away how amazing it was and what a instant classic. classic. Instant classic. If there was ever an instant classic, this was it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's a masterpiece. It's truly a masterpiece. I know Disney puts that on the side of all their VHS tapes, but 
this one, <laughs> this one truly is a masterpiece. Cinematic masterpiece. Gosh, I don't know. I can barely wrap my brain around how they managed to pull this off in 1937. I mean, gosh, polio was, was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the fact that they had to film each and every single frame is still impressive to me. One what? thing I oh yeah <laughs> I think about is pre-frozen. Uh huh. Twelve. Oh, BFE. BFE. There were twelve. The year before, there were twelve females named Elsa, and the year after, there was like sixty million. Like, did everyone name their daughter Snow in like thirty-eight? Um, I don't have that fact, but I don't believe so. I know. I'm just pure speculation. Does any? If anyone out there has a grandma Snow, let us know. I have an aunt Blanche. Was that her name? Or yes. That was her nickname. That was her name. She introduced herself okay. as Snow White. Oh, right. I'm Snow White. <laughs> well, Blanche, Blanche is uh, the word white in French. Oh, that's right. So, so I ask Aunt Blanche if her middle name is Niege, which is snow in French. So Snow White in French is Blanche Niege. Oh. I will hold my pinky out while I drink this beer. <laughs> Get Aunt Blanche on the phone. <laughs> right now. Right this instant. So this was a, wow. a picture not to be missed. And I say it continues to be so to this day, not to be missed. If Absolutely. you haven't seen it, I don't know what, yeah. why, but correct. You should definitely watch instantly. it. <laughs> it's fantastic. And I love all the songs. It's so musical. She's always singing and it's always just a fun and brilliant song oh i also want to say that it is very sad it's very sad at the end gosh yeah super sad oh well a couple other things i had uh with regard to the reception of this film there was you know conspiracy theories <laughs> that uh no way. usually i hate entertaining these but i thought it would be funny to talk about you know the theories about like tarzan and frozen and tangled how they're all intertwined so there's oh, a theory yep, yep. that this that uh the evil, the evil queen is actually Mother Gothel because uh, obviously she's obsessed with looks and she sort of looks like her. And then when she turns into the evil hag, if you see a picture of them side by side, they sort of look alike. But obviously the evil, the old hag has uh, straight hair and Mother Gothel has very curly hair, which I think, you know, is very telling that it's a silly, silly conspiracy developed by yes, redditors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's um, a stretch for sure. I mean, there is more than one really self-absorbed, superficial lady out there who wants to murder. Well, she didn't really <laughs> see Mother Gothel. Murderous old women. To. Yeah. They're <laughs> everywhere. Turned into old hags. One had a choice. One willingly turned into an old hag to trick somebody, which I think is far worse. <gasps> right? Oh, what a disguise! Oh, she's, oh, she's awful. Oh, so this is horrendous. What my... The one part that made me just like made my my blood curl uh, about the old hag is after she gets she cons Snow White into into eating this apple, she like hangs around to like watch it all unfold and like she you could hear her like Ew. whispering things Sadistic. like <clears throat> like the blood congeals and then she's like cheering yeah, like that's to right. herself. Yeah. It's like Ew. cold blooded like ice. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I just had, that was one of my major takeaways from rewatching it was that she's oh my a serial killer. Definitely sociopath to the narcissist to the T. <laughs> and 
Poor Snow White. I mean, I feel like she was she was warned seven times. She's so once by each dwarf not to talk to strangers. (laughs) Right. And she still couldn't help it before they went to work that day. (laughs) Um, Also, right after she's uh, threatened by the huntsman and, and he tells her everything, you know, scares her off. She's scared slash sad for maybe one minute. And that's it. And then she's just concerned with finding a place to sleep. And then she runs to all the forest animals. And she apologizes to the forest animals for like startling them. Oh, yeah. so sweet. I know. She says, I was so scared. I know. It's just the fear. I'm sorry. I acted that way. Gosh, she's she's a survivor. She's a, she a not true gonna give survivor. I put two, two takeaways from the film. One, don't talk to strangers. No. Which directly is direct... <laughs> conflict so don't talk to so beware of old beggar women yes right but in beauty and the beast you're taught to be nice to them so what should you do what's a gal to do what's a gal to do so i'm just gonna go ahead and say don't talk to strangers don't even answer the door if one don't knocks. answer the door <gasps> the beast could have avoided the whole thing if you just didn't answer the door don't answer the door yes <laughs> Also, beware of aggressive salespeople. <laughs> Specifically, aggressive sales grannies. <laughs> sales grannies. I, you like apples? <laughs> it's like, I wasn't really in the mood for one, but I'll eat it. She just pops out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, Get in the here. window, creeping with those wide eyes. That's terrifying. Eyes. Oh, <gasps> God. And oh, the birds man. try to fight her off, and she's like, don't, don't be mean to this poor old woman. Right, the birds know. You know. The birds knew something they was know. up. Trust your woodland creature friends, guys. Right, lesson to be learned. Like the prince, he went the wrong way. He didn't trust the woodland Stay out of the forest. Well, don't have crazy... Is it a stepmom or a mom? Stepmom. Well, if that was her mom, she would be the ultimate, ultimate worst. Sometimes you can't avoid having a crazy stepmom. This is true. I also want to mention (laughs) there's a somewhat of a roll call call sequence going on in the My name is Dopey. I, I do not know. I'm on a diamond. My eyes are blue. I like the diamonds. But it is. They kind of go through it. Not, not every single one, but at least two of them do the, you know, this is my name and... And here's my jam and this is where well, I'm she from and I She like goes around jam. the room to try to guess which is which. And then they all get right. the opportunity to explain to her why each is given their name. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Except but Dopey. But only two do it. He's just Dopey. <laughs> well, he just hasn't tried. He was tried. a fan favorite, though. We'll say that. Oh, it was so sweet. The part where she's saying her prayers at night and she just prays for Grumpy Aww. to like her. I know. Right? I think she's making the pie for Grumpy. Oh, I don't know. I think she was making one for everybody. That was right a before goose. she died. <laughs> yeah, and she was making the one for Grumpy. Right? trying to Gosh. be a good person. This movie is Mm-mm-mm. so good. Snow White's my favorite princess, I I'm think. I'm not going to lie. If I was making a pie for Laura and I had all that extra dough... Probably just either a throw it out or make it into like little garlic knots. I wouldn't write out Laura and put it on the pie. <laughs> well, what a oh, gem she, she is! Always the extra we mile. Strive to be more like Snow White. We should all strive to be more like Snow White. Oh. But with Laura's right? caveats, uh, don't talk to granny strangers. Don't talk to strange grannies. Yeah. Don't... <laughs> don't let your niceness make you a bit naive, or let others. Don't let it. Be an invitation to let other people walk all over you. And take yes. advantage. Gotta be resilient. But trust your woodland. Yes. Animals know yeah. all. 
If you see the birds like freaking out, probably something's going on. Right. The vultures, if they're nearby, <laughs> bad sign. Vultures are a sign. Bad sign. No yeah. sales calls. No, no, no aggressive salespeople. Sales granny push something on you that bad. This is <laughs> the best vacuum. Door to door, sales granny. <laughs> Took me six days to get here. Oh, another thing I wanted to mention: the prince. I don't want to say anything bad, but it does look like he was wearing a, some sort of tinted <laughs> chapstick that day. Oh boy! And I think that I remember reading that. They had some difficulty maidens. creating a more masculine looking male. I don't know if that's true or not, but it seems yeah, like well, they maybe still kind of have a problem a bit more with on it. the feminine side. Think about they it, it was, all, it was all inked and painted. Mm -hmm. How do you, you don't get like a peach? He's got to go with a nude. He's got to go with a blistex. <laughs> not a cherry chapstick. I just can't wait to get to the final scene. The final scene was my favorite. Where they ride off into the sunset building castles in the sky yeah there's another theory that uh, i read online which was probably spawned from reddit somewhere that the prince uh prince charming actually represents death and uh wow. he comes for her you know when she's like after she's awoken awaken after she's been awakened, awakened. okay she, what which is it wait she becomes a woke. After she gets woke. <laughs> after she gets woke. Yeah, just say that. <laughs> okay, so she then she goes around and she's like in a very good mood, good spirits, and she's saying goodbye to all the dwarves and she's just like super happy like she's never going to see them ever again, but like I don't know how far away is this prince's castle that she's Ooh. never going to see them again. That but is that, in the, deep. It's in the clouds. Yeah, and then the direction uh, towards which they're heading, it, it looks like that's kind of like a heaven uh, sort of off in the distance. Like, he might be, oh, like, boy, kind of a it. grim reaper. Whoa. Hey, guys, sorry to bring you down. Wow. Oh, man, really? I should have given you that one instead of the goggle one. a whirlwind. One. I like oh both gosh. of them. Well, so the scene where she sees him at the wishing well, is it because he's, like... Yeah, it's, like, kind of a, a warning. ...to that wishing well. Yeah. He's trying to grab oh. her feet. He sneaks up on her, up. and that's why she's, like, <laughs> terrified at first. Like, yeah. I mean, if, if you saw a dashing prince with a chair chapstick on, you probably wouldn't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's kind of a I kissed the prince and I liked him. The taste of his cherry chapstick. <laughs> Speaking of, this one, the well scene is where I've tried to hone my craft. Come on, you got impression. it. This is your so, time to shine. Oh, this is the one. This is the one. I'm wishing. I'm wishing. Oh, the one I love. The good. Wait. To find me. <laughs> to find me. To I feel like it's better. I gotta think of another song. It's not wait. shaky enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta wait. get shaky. What's uh? Give me. Someday my dreams will come. You gotta like. Uh. <laughs> Oh, he summoned a creature. <laughs> My cat just jumped up on the table. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it works, guys! 
Well, it I, I, I still have to work on it, I think, but that's the beginning stages of it. It's a, better a than your Kermit. <laughs> so, Andrew, is there anywhere we can get our Snow White fix in Walt Disney World? Ooh. I believe there used to be a ride. <laughs> is this true? Snow White Scary Adventures? I heard it was like the Winnie the Pooh ride, but worse. Well, it's scarier. Very scary. I will say that. It was an adventure. Maybe not a scary adventure. We have some chicks from it, Laura. Yeah. yeah. Do we? Yeah. I remember it. We can't complete it in the flash, right? It's gone? No, no, yeah. It's been right. replaced. It's replaced by Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. But yep. I think there's another place where we can get some dwarfs. Get our dwarf fix. That's right. The old vine train. 07D. The old 90-minute wait. And you know how the much... The afternoon. You know how much Disney loves the the transformation? First of all, Disney is obsessed with the old hag. She's yes. everywhere. Yeah. I know I mentioned this before. in Pins the galore, In Fantasmic. She's, Pins galore. She, yes. She, that transformation scene, they really can't get enough of it. But she's not the so main... Find that. I think Maleficent is the main, main bee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. But Evil uh, Queen is second place. She didn't kill her sister. Yeah, but I don't know, though. They really need is to Evil embrace Queen that Chernabog. Chernabog! Jafar tried to be like Hitler. No. Like overlooks it. Jafar! Mm -hmm. I wish to be the most powerful genius in the world! Where do you think that power is? From where is that power derived? Chernabog's lair. Not Chernabog. Yes. Right? No way. Have you seen Snow White's castle in the sky, <laughs> just the two of them. I think we sang that <laughs> last episode. <laughs> Did we? Oh my gosh. Oh well. <laughs> Brian <laughs> told me we sing too much. Yeah, he said. I don't care. He didn't say we sing too much. He just said that we sing we a sing lot. We sing a lot. Yes, so I'm not offended. No. I know I'm not a good singer. I me appreciate neither. everyone's patience with my terrible singing. No. Gotta have fun, y'all. It's. It's have singing fun. reaches a new low level when it comes to me. So just wanna, they just wanna dwarfs. Dwarfs, dwarfs just wanna have fun. <laughs> they don't though. They're oh, they do. They have that big, you know, Snow White teaches them to loosen up when they have that. Um, yeah, and they're all dancing. Jamboree. It's such a cute scene. And they all are so talented, by They're the way. all great musicians. Yeah. I'm like, why don't you just do this all day and then someone does the dishes? And then they just like, mine for diamonds for fun, I guess? No, they don't they know, know what they're doing. They know more about for. the mining operation. They don't know what for. They just dig, 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 dig the whole day through. Gosh. We don't right, know. What a beautiful life. No sense of in a mine. what anything is worth. Dig. You know? In a, in a mine. In a mine. For a million diamonds. Sorry, Brian. Just live a beautiful, a beautiful, <laughs> yeah. simple no, we're not. life. You know, not worrying about looking clean, smelling good. Right. I showered no last year. They dig up diamonds just for the heck of it. <laughs> Fun fact: Dopey is the only one that has colored eyes, besides like brown or black or whatever. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also thought that was in Trivial Pursuit. You won the old. Genius one Ooh. that we played at um, Fat Sully's. You won with that question. Oh no way! What because a good you memory. said yeah when he puts the diamonds up to him. <sighs> did he win oh, best eyes, eyes in his? Uh, oh, I bet he did. <laughs> Boy, if he didn't, was that? Rigged. He definitely didn't get most talkative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of go. eyes, I bet the queen has green eyes because she's envious. 
awful. Oh, she is the worst. She's got to be up there. Top, top three most evil villains. Man, I don't know. See, this would be a good debate episode. Number one. Not yes, one. she's a serial killer. A good topic for a future debate. <laughs> okay. Is she a serial she killer? She killed the huntsman. Oh, she, she, she killed the huntsman. Did she have him killed or she killed him? Well, we don't know. Doesn't matter. So we don't know if he but was killed then, do we? He's definitely killed. She wouldn't let him get away with that. He tricked her. He made her a fool. And she warned him before. Pig's heart. You know what and happened. And he said you wouldn't how she wouldn't know that it was a not a human heart. Like, I don't know. Who who knows? She's probably got a collection of hearts. She wouldn't be like, this one's but a pig. She, <laughs> Let's pop out that air conditioner, <laughs> extra style. Look, <laughs> See what she's look got at her hidden. slides. <laughs> also, uh, one thing that I looked up was you are—are are you guys familiar with the Mandela effect, <gasps> with which um, people misremember things yes. <gasps> or misattribute? Uh, so it's magic mirror on the wall, not mirror mirror on the wall, uh, which is the famous quote, sort of like Luke, I am your father. Oh my gosh! Like yeah. That's so crazy. I was just talking to Andrew about that and how the, you know, I guess the where it originated was how people for the longest, there's a, a collection of people who guess who seemed to believe that Nelson Mandela passed away in prison when in fact he did not. I remember hearing the story and so same thing. Mir yeah, I always, it's, it's just magic mirror on the wall. Yeah, I would say mirror, mirror. Yes, magic yeah. mirror. And I think the, yeah, you you was wrong. Mirror, mirror <laughs> on the wall. Who don't? Oh, remember in Saved by the Bell where they did that Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs rap? Whoa. No. What? Uh, yes, they did like a school play and they thought they could like make it hip by making it a rap. And they were like, mirror, mirror on the wall. Oh, see? Magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? And then they're like. Becky. Jesse. Jesse, oh yeah, it was always Kelly. I know. I know. Come on, Jesse's remember, got like a twelve-inch zipper. So don't say you don't remember, because it was when they kissed Jesse and Jet and Zach had to kiss, and it was the whole thing. Don't say you don't remember, Laura. You're the only one who remembers. No, I used to you watch just, it every morning before waiting out for the it bus. Was pretty terrible. Well, I do too, but I don't remember this Snow White rap for some reason. Did you block it out, you guys? You blocked it. It was that bad. It was pretty bad. It was pretty cringy. <laughs> Do we have a roundup or? We sure do. <gasps> Everyone gather on that mine train and let's Yee-ho! go down to the roundup. Bar put those round those snakes up in a barrel. I think it's because you have Put on your cowboy boots. And the roundup. Come on and gather round. And he's round up where nobody wears a frown. That guy's go running whenever he's in town. He's the rootin'est, tootin'est, shootin'est, hootin'est cowboy around. And he's round up. All right, guys. Steal nothing. So, <laughs> all right. Welcome to the roundup. Ooh, pleasure to be here. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Oh, please. This round table is just for you two. <laughs> and Marge. Come on. But oh, yeah. pull up a chair, Marge. Marge is MIA right. on Twitter. She's here on the pod tonight. I know. I tweeted at her a couple days ago and she never responded. Working doubles. Working doubles.
trying to make ends meet for my boy. Making that green. Trying to get enough, get enough to, what is it? First and last, I think they call it. I don't it. know what you're talking about. You gotta do first and last the rent or something. It's like two months. First, last the security. Yeah, like one month though. Like <laughs> Did you get evicted? The... What is happening? The bridge. Did you burn What's your house? On? Did you I burn your apartment down? I love, I love living under the bridge. No, Marge <laughs> is a lifer, right? She has a, she has a good job. And she probably lives somewhere off, uh, not too far from. Marge her bet on Dallas. Ground. Let's just say Marge bet on Dallas. All right. <laughs> Tough times. Tough times. Oh, Marge, why you take that? She's a gambling girl. Oh, that thirty-three yard throw. Get out. But all right. So Snacks Marge, to happen. Marge, settle down. It's my time. It's my <laughs> roundup. All right. We'll let you get a shot. So create a dwarf. It's gonna have Ooh. to be you. It's Ooh. gonna have to be kind of. What you are, oh, and what no. you embody, and <laughs> things like that. So it could be like Loudy. The Snow White and the Ten Dwarfs. Yes. Well, eleven Ooh. if you want oh, Marge. Eleven in. dwarfs. Marge is here. No. Right. Marge. Uh, but my dwarf already exists. I'll go. I'll go first. Stuck. I'm uh, Margie. I'm Raspy. Next. Oh, good no. one. I thought you were gonna say the Siggy. dwarf who smokes ten packs a day. Siggy. I wish enough breaks. <laughs> Oh, hmm. It has to be hmm. you. No, you could be whatever no, no, you want. No, no, no. It's to okay. Be. It's okay. Hmm. Well, maybe I will say this. I don't claim to be this, but I do enjoy many different styles of art. So maybe we can have an artsy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. All the forms. <laughs> I could wear my dwarf could instead of a one of those slouchy caps that they wear. I could just wear a. A beret or something. Slou <laughs> Did you just say slouchy cap? You mean the origination of the beanie? That's right. 1937. What? OG beanie. All, right. Almost all of them. Yeah, they've all got those beanies on. Look like little hipsters with their beards and beanies. Beanies. Beards. Bellies. <laughs> booties. What? <laughs> bootstraps. Bootstraps. No! <laughs> no! We almost went a whole episode. <laughs> The locker for you. My dwarf, I don't know. Since, my, like, an literally exact replica of me is Doc. Aww. Uh, you don't this stutter one that much, though. Bit... Or scramble your words <laughs> that much at all. Uh, uh, uh. uh Marty. <laughs> no. Um, hippie. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. <laughs> like, I was going to you know, say trendy. Really chill. Yeah, that's very much you. Because you keep very much with the style of what's in and what's going on. So I would say trendy for you if I could. Not like No, this one's called this one's called Hippie and he's really super chill and like he's got like long hair. Yeah. And wears like comfy clothes. He's got a clothes. couple of beads in his beard. <laughs> Not that I do, but this one wears like, you know, sandals. Puka show? <laughs> a dreadlock beard. Puka show? Yeah, yeah, he's got some beads in his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like an earring or two. Oh, I like it. One's a clip on. He sounds like a cool dwarf. I'd hang. He'd probably be BFF with Artsy. <laughs> Andrew. He listens to the Beach Boys and only the Beach Boys. <laughs> he wears one of those drug rugs. You know those uh, drug rugs. What's that? Pull over the mex from Allison. You got it when you order from your Spanish class in elementary school. Don't you have one of those? 
this? Are you like not wearing one right now? That's a that's a poncho. <laughs> from Laura, are you wearing a drug rug? From Nordstrom. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a fancy drug rug. <laughs> variation. And when I say Nordstrom, I mean the <laughs> rack. You know, like the hippies wear with the 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 you know pullover. You know. You know it. Like where the guy pulls his yeah, like the out one the, that I had in middle pocket. school. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Andrew, what would yours be? Soapy. No. <laughs> um, I'm grumpy because I'm with dopey. You're gonna be golfy or something. Golfy. <laughs> no. Or I art printing. No, I'd be yeah. Yogi. Ooh. Oh, I thought Laura was going to say Yogi. Oh, let's flip, because then you could be artsy. Cause I'll, be ar I'll be artsy, because I collect it, and Laura could be Yogi. We'll trade. Oh, we'll okay, trade you guys it. switch. Pick a nigga basket! Pick a nigga basket! <laughs> <laughs> Andrew has this really exaggerated uh, impression of my impression of Yogi. Pick a nigga basket! I was going to say, I thought Laura had When we first a... met, and we were trying to see if either of us had any good impressions so we were just going no, through the whole lot of characters we drove by jellystone campground that too and it just doesn't yeah, work just for me not good. can't do it. i, I not really can't do a lot of be impressions forever. We i don't even think i have happen. one yeah you but... do from the <laughs> can i just say that you guys are just gonna be Mr. and Mrs. Yogi and Artie, and people can just figure out which one right? is which, because I don't know. Huh. I can't I can't Ooh. figure it out. Ooh, what a, that's high praise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think they're just perfect for us. Well, I'll tell you what, if you guys haven't, you gotta look up Snow White without makeup, but doesn't make her less beautiful. <laughs> and then look up Prince without makeup. Yeah. Right? Am I right? Prince, <laughs> Prin I mean, just... Why don't you just make those lips flesh-colored, and then it'll really uh, just be like a little like... No, I really don't want to make fun of it. It's a brilliant, beautiful work of art. No, I know, in but... In its entirety. It's always no, nice to have some fun. I was telling myself that. <laughs> I really don't want to. <laughs> I, uh... Just for the final synopsis, I was super blown away by how much it held up, by the cinematography, the directing, the... Yeah, it's quirks, frightening. The it's jokes, scary, yeah. Everything. It's not like hip trendy cell phone stuff that they're trying to do yeah, nowadays. Yeah, kind of timeless stuff. You know, sometimes so when timeless. I see, you know, the occasional crude, maybe like little fart joke here and there in Disney movies, I'm like, eh, you know. Like Chicken Little I kind of wish. Pumbaa, not in front of the kids. Right. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I really, I 100% agree with you, Andrew, that it holds up really well. The jokes are are clean and fun for all ages. And I don't know, I was laughing. It was so cute and it's scary and the story is like really compelling and shocking that it's, I mean, it really isn't a Heart kid's in a movie. Box, though. Yeah, I know. <gasps> Opening with that. <laughs> like, oh boy. Right, Who's this huntsman better be getting paid a pretty big bounty. One thing that I remember that we wrote down last night that we didn't mention was, quote, D-A-T voice. That? That voice. Oh, I did write that. Well, the prince has a good voice and mostly Snow White's voice. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was... They... He's my favorite prince. Yeah? Mm -mm. Here's a... Love that cherry chapstick. I like that he sang to her, but... So she was singing, he creeped her out. 
She ran upstairs. He sang again. And then that was it. She was head over heels. Man, now. Yeah, she got that song stuck in her head. And then she did a reprise. She, it was just stuck in her head. She, he won her over with his beautiful voice. Yeah. And he was. Uh, Simple times. Yeah, it didn't take Simple much. Simple time. <laughs> Come across a fair maiden in the forest with some brows on fleek, right? Girl, where'd you get them rags? <laughs> also, she's a princess. Surprise. Right? So, yeah. boom. Win-win. Uh, follow us on <laughs> social media at <laughs> Disney Philhar Podcast or Diz Philhar Pod for Twitter and Snapchat, wherever it's shorter name. Email at DisneyPhilHarPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Complaints about our singing? You can <laughs> text Andrew. to Marge. Brian's She'll take care of them. God. She's our muscle. <laughs> Marge is our muscle. MainMadeMarge at gmail.com. No, that's not an email. Yes, address. it is. She What? She has an email? How do you make a Twitty without a... <gasps> Marge has an email? She does. She gets... Exclusively gets offers from Sephora, <laughs> Ulta, <No>. Michaels, <laughs> wherever anyone asks you. Guys you guys use that as your junk mail? It used to be no. Marty the One Man Party at Hotmail. Oh, we had to switch that up. Oh my god. Made, made Marge. Yeah, I didn't even think to use it for that. I don't know. You've been using it. I am going to jump on that train for sure. Some good coops. Now if you go to like Bath and Body Works, they're going to be like, what's your email? And be like... Um, no, you don't say it. You go M A I D. No, M A I N. And they go what? And you go M A I N. Right, and then they read it to themselves. So then they have to try and figure out what it spells. And then you just laugh to yourself that you got gut. Haha! You ate the apple. You got docked. Getting docked. We definitely have to use that in future episodes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thanks everyone. Au revoir, Zane. Hopefully, we learned some fun facts. I tried. Au revoir. We all tried. Yeah. Bonjour. Oh. Bonjour. No. Wait. <laughs> Aloha. Bye. Aloha. Goodbye. Aloha. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Ta ta. <laughs>